0: Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. Welcome back to Raising Real Estate Standards. Uh, Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, We are uh, coming to you today um, talking about uh, keeping your business sustainable. Um, In the uh, residential real estate brokerage arena, we're being attacked from a bunch of different ways from... uh, um, big tech to high um, in, investor companies that are coming into the marketplace. Um, and today we're just going to talk about keeping uh, relevant and and becoming sustainable in
1: your business. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the changes that are taking place within the uh, real estate industry. I mean, you know, Mark, share with us kind of like, you know, some of those big changes that have happened, good gosh, like over the last four years?
0: Sure. I mean, first and foremost, you've got uh, uh, big money coming into the arena. Um, There's a lot of uh, uh, venture capital money coming into uh, the real estate space, whether it be from, um, you know, you know, REITs that are purchasing, you know, 10% plus of the market, um, or in the real estate brokerage arena where you've got, uh, uh, large, uh, internet companies coming into the arena, Zillow, Opendoor, uh, there's a ton of different, uh, um, you know, concepts out there that are, that are, that are taking hold, but it's, there's, it's a
1: lot of disruption going on in the market. Yeah, there is. And, you know, in order to, uh, stay viable and sustainable uh, within times of change and disruption, you know, you got to think about uh, what are what are these these pieces of success that you'd be looking for? So so three D's of success that we've uh, we've laid out are defend, differentiate and disrupt yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's uh,
0: everything can kind of roll into uh, one of those three categories uh, as we're trying to really nail down what sustainability looks like. Um, and uh, uh, right now, let's take the first D, defend. Um, many of you guys may be aware that uh, um, the National Association of Realtors um, uh, is – is kind of in the middle of a lawsuit defending themselves and defending our industry. Um, the department of justice, uh, um, in cohorts or in, in, you know, in alignment with a, a lawsuit from a, a private company, um, is trying to rationalize how we've done business for the past, you know, 60 years. Um, and, uh, uh right now our industry is, we're defending how we've done business in the past. I mean, and, um, you know, sometimes the way we did in the past is not how we're going to do it in the future. So kind of looking forward um, at, at that, we'll talk, we'll kind of break down that. But yeah, I'll, you know, those
1: three D's are are crucial. Yeah. And let's think about the last time uh, there was a true disruption in this industry. I mean, think about think about the mid 2000s. Uh, you know, we were, uh, we were, we were young in our business at that point in time, but, uh, we know what all happened. I mean, essentially you were walking around our office, twilling your thumbs, wondering when the next phone call was going to come in. Oh yeah. It's, uh,
0: you know, it was, a you know, the number of real estate agents that left the business was, uh, massive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had people literally trying to figure out, um, you know, reinventing their business. They were, uh, Uh, doing business, you know, one way, working with buyers and sellers. And, you know, in a matter of
1: two months, they were becoming REO short sale experts. Yeah, you you did. You saw this kind of um, distraction. I guess that's the best word for it, where, you know, people weren't being intentional about staying on track and doing the uh, actions they were supposed to do. You saw this um, you saw the squeeze happening, especially around the agents that did most of their lead generation from a referral base. Um, and that's where these three D's kind of come from. Like the first, the first one, defend, you know, you want to defend your database. You know, that, that's, that's the one thing. You've got a, you've got a database uh, as a real estate agent. And your database is probably the most valuable asset you hold. And um, if you're not defending it, guess what? Somebody is always trying to poach someone out of your database. Um, you have to stay in contact with them. That's that's the that's kind of the first level of defense uh, around keeping your business sustainable. Brown, let's kind of let's kind of back up a second. Um,
0: uh, you 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 mentioned the term database, um, and most people. You know, may or may not understand what, what, what we mean by that. Um, and when Brian mentions database, basically what that is, is that's your sphere of influence. These are the people that know you, like you, and trust you. And more importantly, they are excited to do business with you. And, um, and when he says defend, we've got to defend against those. Why would we need to defend against people that know, like,
1: and trust us? They're there for us. We shouldn't have to defend against that, right? well because the average person probably knows 10 real estate agents yeah no kidding and
0: <laughs> and and beyond that beyond the the you know just because the massive number of real estate agents that are in the marketplace we talked about this on the uh, outset big tech and big companies have systems in place, artificial intelligence, where they are doing a monumental better job of getting in front of your sphere of influence or your database when they need to be before you are. Because most real estate agents who work by referral, and we're going to work by referral uh, in air quotes here, um, you know, do it by accident. Do it because that's the that's the way they they got started. And there's really not a system in place for them to defend and um, really you know uh, work that business and be proactive with their with their sphere of influence and such because of their accidental or non proactiveness. These big tech companies have the ability to get in front of them, and in times when a, a rising, uh, um, appreciative market that we're in right now, especially in the listing business, um, they're getting in front of them and getting yeses before you even know that they're in the market to sell their property.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and that's what they're doing. They're, you know, when you have these rising markets, you have to differentiate yourself. That's our second D um on how you're going to stay, you know, effective within this market. So so you can also while you're defending, well let me go back to defend because there's one other aspect I want to add in there. So you don't want to lose people out the back end of your sphere, your database, but you want to keep people coming in the front end as well. So you've got to always be adding to your database. You got to think about things that you can do in order to continue to add people to your sphere. So this is, you know, are you talking about lead generation? Is, is that kind of what you're looking at or a different spin on it? Yeah, well, I mean, it is. It, yeah, yeah. You could look at a, a colder style of lead generation. But as you do that, you're adding that person to your sphere. Sure, sure. So what are some uh, ways someone could continue
0: to add to their database that uh, um, whether it be cold, warm or whatever, but, you know, as, as, as things, you know, you know, you're going to you're going to cull your database and you're going to, you know, remove people from your database that that are, um, you know, either have moved on, have, have just need to come out of your sphere that you're working. But so you, as your advocates, what's a good way to do that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, this, this gets into that differentiation piece and, and just doing things a little bit different, uh, than some others. And I'm going to say some things that people will be like, Oh, that's not different. That's, that's, you know, normal in this course of business, but a lot of people aren't doing them. So it is kind of differentiating. So the first thing I want to say is like holding an open house, whether for one of your listings or, or someone else's listing, um, holding an open house, you're going to have people come in who are in the market of, of buying or possibly selling a home. And you can get their contact information that way. Really what you're trying to do is establish a relationship. You're, you want to establish a point of contact. So open house. You know any kind of uh, expired listing for sale by owner. This type of marketing within your uh, within your area. That's a way to make a contact with somebody that's already uh, in the mindset of buying or selling a home. Sure, we had mentioned this. I think on a previous episode
0: uh, um, in regards to the. Um Expired listings. A great. I mean, there's not many expired listings going on right now. Let's just be honest. And if they are expired, they're probably expired for a reason. And I get that. Um, however, back prior to um, to COVID, if you look back at um, summer of 2019. To the, to the winter, to say beginning of uh, 2020, January 2020, if you look at that six-month time frame, there were some expireds that came off the market and never went back on the market. And those are folks that are probably primed, ready to do something now. But even beyond that, they at least expressed an interest, you know, a couple of years ago to sell. And that is an untapped group of folks that um you can take advantage of right now.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And and you know, it's all about it's all about having this contact, uh bringing this contact into um your sphere and then um building the relationship around it. It's it's about having that point of contact and building the relationship and and continuing to do the things to feed This contact. Um, Another thing I want to bring up on the differentiation aspect of things is um, uh, doing video, doing video in your marketing. You know, about we started hearing a lot about doing video about two years ago, um, and it really has impacted the industry. You've seen a ton, a ton of real estate agents. Just pick up their business and go crazy by adding the video uh, aspect to their marketing.
0: Absolutely, and and let's be real clear: video can come in so many different forms and fashion. It can be, you know, a highly produced branding video. That's one aspect of it all the way down to a quick, I'm in my car, somebody sent me something, and I'm going to text them. Instead of sending back three words that they have to decipher my intentionality with, I just pick up the phone, I record a quick video, ask them how they're doing, and shoot them a text message with that. Video is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It really humanizes um, uh, a connection with with you and your sphere or you and whoever is on the other side of that. I mean, if they can see you Hear you and and visually see your inflections in your face. That's a much more intimate and powerful connection than words in an email, words in the text.
1: Yeah, and then you know another another way video has really uh, come around and really um, people people are attracted to it is when you add your passion in there. You know, um, one of the things that I've seen really jump off the page recently is when you are, uh, or when a, when a real estate agent is trying to help out another local business in the area. So it's, it's like free advertising for this local business to, for you to go over there, you know, shoot a spot, do, do a spot with this, let's call it restaurant owner or whatnot. Talk about, um, what they have to offer, kind of how the community just really loves them, and it gives them the opportunity to to shine and highlight that. People gravitate around that. Absolutely, you know the
0: you've I've, you've said this a hundred times uh, in conversations that we've had, but um, handed out in slices, it comes back in loaves. Mm-hmm. So giving back, whether it be in that community sense, whether it be a a nonprofit or or anything, giving back of your time, energy, and efforts and your expertise um, is a um, a phenomenal way to really differentiate yourself with your sphere of influence and your database and your peers.
1: Totally. So, and all right, and you've talked about this a lot, Mark. Um, So if I was a real estate agent wanting to get into the video game, Um, do I have to go out and work with a professional videographer and make everything super, super awesome before I put it out there? I would say
0: to get started, I'm going to answer your question around about way to get started. You have to do one thing. You have to overcome the fear of what other people think. If you can overcome the fear of what other people think and you can pick up your phone and you can record a rough video and you can put it out there, you have taken the largest step when it comes to video. Mm-hmm. The answer to your question is no. You don't have to pick up. You don't have to go hire a videographer or cinematographer to make you look the absolute best. Do we? Absolutely. It's a, it's part of our branding. It's a part of it. And yes, you can and, 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 you know, put that into it, but you do not need to do that right off the bat. Um, we have a great relationship with our our videographer. He's phenomenal. Um, yeah, I saw him grimacing when I asked that question. <laughs> and you know, he's on the other side of the camera that you don't see. Um, but you know it, it, it's you're, it's not required. you know it, it's 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 another tool. What it can't be is a barrier to get started. That's the whole thing. You can't use, I don't have that relationship. I don't have that money. I can't do, I don't want, I, da, 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 da. You can fill in the blank with whatever. You have to get over the fear of what other people think. You have to be able to pick up your phone, shoot a video. I'm telling you right now, with the um, the phones that are out there, the cameras um, that are on these phones, they have phenomenal recording ability. They have phenomenal, I mean, it is fantastic what they can do um, but yes no don't don't worry about that piece yeah
1: okay so and the, let's talk a little bit about uh, the disruption the uh, disrupt disruption disruption piece. yes I can't get it out um, the 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 third D of success so and and you can you can tie the video aspect to this as well. But, you know, you want to be able to go in and you want to be able to make a splash in your market. You want to be able to do different things. And, and, and video is a great way to do that.
0: It is. And, and Brian, disruption doesn't have to be new, mm-hmm. you know. Disruption can be going back to tried and true that everybody has forgotten. Um, disruption can be a lot of different things. But what it can't be is, is, is following the crowd, You're not disrupting anything if you're doing what everybody else is doing. For instance, if you're on social media posting, I just sold a house in three minutes and 44 seconds, uh, along with every other person that's selling houses right now, that's not disruptive. As a matter of fact, that's, you know, another that's, you know, degradation. You know, I I think it's tacky,
1: but we won't go down that road. Um, You know, but you have to do things that people aren't doing. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, I don't think I can remember a time in the real estate business, we were less relationally involved with our sphere. Um, and, and, And I say that like this. Social media is a fantastic thing, but how many, people, how many people have you talked to when we talk about their sphere, all of a sudden they start talking about all the people they have on Facebook? Well, then you realize, have you met half of them? No, not really. Uh, so,
0: Just because you know that their daughter had a soccer game, right. did,
1: you, did you talk to them about their soccer game? Did you have a conversation with them? Right. So I, I really think that and, and it's, it's not going to happen today but i think the disruption that will take place going forward and you're going to see the people who are very tightly involved with their sphere they have a relationship they're building relationships with their sphere the disruption's not the current disruption is not affecting them and i think they are going to be the disruption going forward. Sure.
0: And as, as with anything, and it doesn't matter what you're talking about, whether it be in business life, whatever, um, those that are going to be left behind are those in the middle.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Period. You know, um, your, your tech folks, there's going to be a place for them. Those that that take tech and just make an, an, an extremely efficient process, um, as, as non-relational as it is, there's going to be a place for them and they're going to grab part of the market. And then you're going to have on the exact opposite side, on the extreme other side, those that are super relational that take what you said and really dig deep with their folks, they're going to take part of the market. The people in the middle that are just kind of doing things by accident, dabbling, dabbling. Yeah. Great word they're going to get squeezed. Mm -hmm. They're going to get squeezed. Um, Right now they're able to operate because there's so much there, Mm -hmm. but there's not always going to be so much there. And so if you don't hone your craft, if you don't differentiate and you don't disrupt and you don't uh, um, do do the things that need to be done, you know, your business is only as sustainable as the market.
1: Yeah. And if you want to sustain your business, you always got to be thinking about what's happening tomorrow. Sure. Absolutely. And, you
0: know, as as we've talked a number of different times, and, and we won't get into to this too deep, but part of uh, sustaining your business and differentiating is leveraging expertise outside of yourself. You know, there are ways to do this business. If if you are not the, the have the expertise to do certain things, you know, you can build around it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just you. So don't think that uh, if you're listening to this, and 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 Brian and Mark talked about video. That oh my God, I'm so scared to death. It's okay. If if you if you can't even find the camera button on your phone, it's okay. You can you can work around that.
1: You can get get uh, people to help you with those things. Yeah, absolutely. So just remember that. I mean, if if you're if you're looking going forward. Um, and you're you're wanting to know the things you need to do to keep your business sustainable as all these changes are taking place. Just remember these things. Remember, you know, y- your sphere is, is is vital, and 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 making sure the doors open on the on the front end, but you don't want to leave, let people go on the back, and you want to be able to defend them. You want to be able to def- differentiate in your uh, strategic activities. And, you know, you want to be able to uh, get out there and and disrupt a little bit yourself and 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 focus on what's going to change and you being involved with that. Yep. Awesome, guys. Uh,
0: we appreciate it. It's been a fun uh, episode today. Do us a favor. Uh, if you can uh, like subscribe, give us a thumbs up. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And uh, until next time.
1: You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can
0: contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards.